This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you in part by Chaos. That's Chaos with a K. If you've been listening to our show for a while, you've definitely heard us talk about Chaos. There are professional sound equipment, cinema-grade cameras, event hosting, social media packages, the fact that their name starts with a K and not a C, which might be confusing for some people who are used to spelling Chaos with a C. But right now, we want to highlight the trailer for their upcoming feature-length film, American Dreamers. American Dreamers tells the story of two British graduates who take a road trip across the USA looking for a shortcut for fame, fortune, and green cards. If quarantine life has you eagerly awaiting the day you can leave your house and travel someplace more than two kilometers away, let the American Dreamers trailer scratch that itch for you. Go to chaoslabs.com to check it out. And remember, that's chaos with a K. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 286 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. Let's go around the table and find out who all is here and of course what's up for discussion this week. Uh, So I am Tom Zalatni, my pronouns are they, them, and uh, I'm going to be talking about the new direction that this show is going in in a couple of weeks and also about uh, starting anxiety medication. Whoa. Well, that was such a shitty woo, my goodness. Hi, I'm Kate Bradley, she, her, and I will be talking about dog grooming. And do silicone baking sheets still allow for crispy product? Woo! Oh, yeah! Woo! yeah. Oh, wow. Nailed Good job, it. Kate. Yeah. Really, well, woo! Oh. Mm. I'm Stefan. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm going to be talking about my podcast, my new podcast, and exclusively that and nothing else. And anytime anything else is brought up, I will swing it back to my podcast. Perfect. <laughs> That's exactly what classic. we want here. Uh, a classic just onslaught of plugs for 45 minutes. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. like the, it's like the reverse of gotcha journalism. Instead of you trapping me with questions, I'm going to answer all your questions the same way. It's take Whoa. me journalism. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that sounds naughty. Yeah, that sounds like a romance novel. Oh, yeah, dear. take me on the piano. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to take our listeners on the piano in a couple of minutes, but before we do mm. that, uh we want to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where I'm recording and the homes where my lovely friends are recording are situated within the traditional unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. Uh, so we want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and the indigenous communities of that area. I saw a neat uh, phone number going around on Twitter the other day that you can text the name of a city that you live in and it will tell you whose territory that actually is uh but i think it was exclusively for u.s cities so i didn't like write the number down but i think if you google that it'll come up and that is maybe a handy resource for our american listeners based on the examples they had it looked like it was all american cities yeah no that's it i think i remember someone saying that they tried texting at a canadian city and it was just like you don't exist yeah (laughs) Yeah. that never happened no never ever 
Yeah. Um, so we don't have a Patreon topic for today's episode, but given that all three of us are in a place of starting new projects and or chapters of our lives, uh, I thought it would be fun for us to dig into each of those a little bit. Uh, but first, or well, not even but first, this is a totally fine segue. Uh, I want to first throw it to our guest, Stefan, because Stefan, you have been on the show a bunch in the past, but it's been a while, certainly. It's been a while. Uh, yeah. And you are now doing your own show that is very fun and very good. So how about Woo! you tell us about it? Yeah, it's called Up for Discussion 2. Yes! <laughs> Cubed! Yeah, I went right to three. That's what you got to do. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? The the third one in the trilogy is always the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, as we learned from The Godfather. Yeah. So, Shrek. Uh, or Shrek. <laughs> or American Pie. Lion oh King God. 3 is a real classic. Is that a real thing? I don't know. Probably. I mean, yeah. It's probably it's probably called like Simba's Halloween Adventure or something. Like that. <laughs> it's like a, a holiday specific. Uh, uh, why don't they do that? Well, Disney, this was the first year Disney ever lost money, so wow. they're they're going to be Ooh. pulling out all the stops next year. So expect to see some crazy intellectual property. <laughs> okay, Stefan, I just want to call out right now from the beginning of the show how easily we were able to distract you from promoting your oh, show specifically. You, you got me. So, yeah. It's gotcha. <laughs> I need to take you. It's gotcha. Uh, all right, here's me. We're talking about my new podcast. It's called Some Good Friends. It is an improvised character podcast. It comes out every Monday unless I forget to put it out <laughs> or if I as happened this week I scheduled the post wrong on uh, WordPress yes. because I always get confused about I try and do it at 12.01 a.m. and uh, sometimes I put it on the wrong day yeah fair enough uh, yeah that's a tricky one Tom you always advise it at 8 a.m. right uh, I do 7 a.m. but I only do that so that the people who are going out in the morning for their commute can get it but there's really no wrong time to upload your show, right? Because then, like, whenever you upload it, it's going to be exciting for someone, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. For me, cool. I'm just I'm just coming home from the party at 7 a.m. Oh, so that's man. when I listen to Up for Discussion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a As perfect hangover a, a, cure. A, yeah, a bag of peas, bag of frozen peas on your forehead. Is that a hangover As, thing? It is now. I mean, I often bash my forehead and need to... Yeah, you do. It's the problem with being tall while drunk, you know? Yeah, doors are too low and I jump a lot. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, that's my show. Uh, You can go on somegoodfriends.com or uh, iTunes and Apple and maybe one day in my wildest dreams, Stitcher Premium. Not Premium. (laughs) Stitcher Premium. What am I talking about? (laughs) Uh, Just regular Stitcher, but that's not a thing yet. Uh, Actually, my wildest dreams would be Tidal. Oof. Yeah, do I, they even have podcasts? I don't even know. I don't think Title has podcasts. Ah, I'm going to be the first. Yeah, there we go. You got to yeah. get in with Jay Z. Goals, 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 goals. I uh, I got to say I've been really enjoying it. I um oh good went through like my my kind of introduction to podcasts back in the day was um comedy bang bang that mm. like you know on paper similar concept right like the host is kind of the like everyman and then the guests are all sort of goofy characters. Um, but I found with Comedy Bang Bang, it started to get a little bit too, like, self-referential constantly, Mm. uh, and I kind of fell off it, and it's nice to hear your show that has, like, a similar sort of spirit of you being fun with people who are not their real selves, uh, but it doesn't feel like it's got its head up its ass in the same way, and I like that a lot. And it's also fun, like, because I know most of the people who are on your show, and I don't know most of the people on Comedy Bang Bang, 
This is all true. I've, of course, I have never heard of Comedy Bang Bang, let alone basing my podcast entirely <laughs> on their format. What, what is this Comedy Bang Bang of which you speak? I, I do not know. It was is a short-lived funny? TV show starring Reggie Watts and a guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know Reggie Watts. Talent. Yeah, this this is totally a Bugs Life Ants situation <laughs> where they just happen to be working on similar projects at the same time. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully my version is the one that does not have Woody Allen in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I'm man. the Bugs Life of improvised character comedy podcast. <laughs> Despite all that's... those deflecting jokes, Tom, that was a very kind thing of you to say. And uh, I would say it's that. Give it time, and eventually it will be a stew of self-referential bits. Uh, and just like, um, what's that word? Self-aggrandizing? Angri- Aggrandizing? Why would I even try? Aggrandizing? Yeah, that sounds right. I'm not even sure I'm using that in the correct uh, sense. But uh, give it time, it'll be a pretentious fucking thing. After I think 11 that you years. should... You should have like you know those like glass uh, prism things with like mm-hmm. etched etched words on them. Oh so, yeah. So like get one of those yeah. and etch on it. Like don't don't you dare self-reference stuff mm. on you know like something. I mean I don't know if anyone has ever any of the listeners have ever been to a show that I've done, but I am constantly <laughs> to a fault <laughs> referencing either something in the world or myself. Yes. So it'll it'll happen. Many times on the podcast, some so far, characters have sarcastically pointed out that I know a lot about pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say one of my favorite things is that you know a lot about pop culture, just because it oh, makes okay. me feel like I'm kind of in on the joke, you know. That is what references are for. Yeah, yeah. Look at us dissecting what comedy is. Doesn't that feel yeah, good? So what do you do is you build up suspense, and then there's a turn. Uh huh. And uh, this podcast is the turn of my life. <laughs> Whoa. I've been I'm building excited. up suspense for 31 years. <laughs> Dude, that's uh, our fucking generation. That's what we do. We fucking build suspense. I'm, I'm coming up with something big, guys. Oh, it's coming. It. No, I'm not. It's not true. Well, I mean, I'm going to be doing stuff again, but, like, that's not big. I'm just a whole I mean, that seems person. like a good segue. Into, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Oh, into my own. I've already talked about it on the show, but I spoke about it with my mom over the over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I told because um, I said I was doing my freelancing stuff, and she was like, "That's all good and well, but do you have any like specific plans for what you're going to do?" And I was like, "Oh shit, mom, you don't know." And I was like, "I have spreadsheets, and I have voice acting, I have improv coaching, I have visual arts." And she was like, "Oh my god, you have so much structure." And I was like, "Yes, bitch." What a contrast yes. in accents between you and your mother. I know. <laughs> it's like you're not even related, you and Sheila. <laughs> she popped me out in an alley in Anjou. And uh... and then you were raised by the alley? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> While she went back to live with the queen? Yes, yes. Yeah. She, uh... Uh, she walks her corgis. What is this spreadsheet? All the corgis are in the spreadsheet. Oh my god, you know that site? It was like a, a... Was it Hamsters Dancing or something? A long time ago, you went to a site and it was just Hamsters Dancing. I just know like, the song. Oh, do it, do it, do it now. Uh, is that the one that's like... Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Hamster Dance. Yes. Yeah, Hamster Dance. Yes, exactly. Oh my god. And now I have no idea why I brought that up or what I was talking about. <laughs> the spreadsheet. 
the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet is my um, freelance reboot master list, which has a shit ton of tabs in it. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a lot of... uh, One is a next steps tab. One is a by week's end tab. One is goals. One is, uh, you know, for each discipline I'm I'm doing. So it's like, it's my... um, What do I want? What answers do I need? How do I get those answers? What are the steps I need to take? Sort of sheet and it also has like if I'm trying to watch tutorials to uh, advance my brain mm-hmm. um, and so I have a tab that is about uh, learning in the various fields that I'm interested in and uh, that kind of thing so then when I have my fucking freak outs because like guys yesterday was such a good day it was such oh, a great. good day mm-hmm. friends and productivity and like good stuff and then to, this morning I woke up and I, I felt like I had an old woman crying inside my body for like hours and hours and hours yeah. it was awful How did she but get now there? I finally I don't fucking know man I've been watching too much Umbrella Academy maybe I've got <laughs> the ghosts inside me um, but uh, and so my mood shifted dramatically from one day to the next and that's not mm. uncommon for me so because of that having that spreadsheet to go back to is massive because mm-hmm. it's not like oh what are the fucking little scraps of paper I've written my steps on it's it's a nice um it's clean. Nice way, nice clean. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. clean. It has good information, and it's not just about like what are the next steps. It's also about um, self reflection and what answers do I need and stuff like that. So yeah. it's been very helpful. Kate, your sprint planning, just like we talked about that one time. <laughs> oh my god, that one You're time. Doing I still need that. I still need that. But is that it's similar to what I just said? Is Pretty much. What? It's like what oh. you're doing now, what you're doing next, what you've done in the past for self reflection. And, oh my goodness! Uh, awesome. And some kind of like time limit. You should do a a technical demo. That's what? Uh, that's what they always say in software development. When uh, if you if you have an objective that's like I need to I want to learn more, but that's mm-hmm. very nebulous, right? Mm-hmm. So they always say like give yourself a time frame and then do a technical demo to the team about what you learned. And so that it give, there's two benefits to that. It helps everyone learn, and the other benefit is that you learn stuff better if you have to present it to someone else. Interesting. Ah, uh, yes. So, so if you just ever want to do people. a tech demo for me, I will pay attention and listen and ask questions. There oh, cool. <laughs> That's a solution. Thanks, man. That's really awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, and and also I think like just you saying the time limit thing that's one of the things that I don't have a lot of in my yeah. planning. It's just like, oh, hopefully I won't be dead inside tomorrow, which isn't <laughs> helpful, you know. So, um uh, or alive but actually, inside, but it's an old lady. Right? <laughs> weeping. Oh, she's so sad. Oh man. Oh. oh. Man, yeah. Yeah, no, it's focusing on her. Go, Tom. I'll uh, think about her whilst you talk. I was just gonna say, it's. Uh, I, I feel you on the like making spreadsheets and making lists in order to like motivate yourself and kind of try and stay on top of work. Um, I started seeing a business coach back in mm. like two weeks, maybe before the the pandemic kind of started. So I had one mm-hmm. in person session, and everything else has been over Zoom. Uh, and like one of the things that you know, she kind of recommended was like, you should have, you know, a spreadsheet where you're keeping track of all your ongoing projects because you have too much going on. And that will kind of help you, you know, know where your deadlines are and how to stay on top of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've been finding that like, even despite my best efforts to use that, I super duper don't. And instead just end up relying mm-hmm. on like several different Google Docs for every different project. And like, I'm pretty good at keeping track of stuff within those, but the mm-hmm. ability to... 
I think you've got the right idea by having them all in the same spreadsheet and just having a million tabs. Because then you're like looking at, like you're forcing yourself to go to one spot to look at everything instead of exactly. you know, being a dummy yeah. like me. Well, it's it's not it really, dude, it is so not dummy. Like that's how I've worked. It's always been like just like bleh into one dock and then I lose track of things and these fucking multiple tabs, it's just all in one place. And right. then what I'm trying to figure out is because I want to then have to blow out those tabs into full docs for each thing, but I want to link to the tab that's in the main spreadsheet and I don't know if I can do that. So I'm going to try and figure out things like that. Hmm. But also what what worked for why this is so effective for me is because it really fits how my mind works. So maybe the fact that you're sort of rejecting it so much might have something to do with the process doesn't fit your mm. process. Right. So there might be something to just tweak or like maybe there's another program or something like that. Um, but yeah, trying like the, all the tabs in one and having the fucking Google thing right there in <laughs> Sheets that says that has your tasks and your uh, to-dos and stuff. I don't know if you guys have used that. You just have like it's a button and it just like opens a thing on the side that no. has your to-dos. No. That sounds it's convenient. fantastic. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's apps for that too so you can have them on your phone but it's also on your computer when you're in your docs so it's so good. You sound what, like you've uh... become the spreadsheet queen. I'm, it's like who would have fucking thought? Yeah. <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> It's, it really became this sort of, I have so many thoughts on so many things right now, I have to put them in one place, and I have like 12 fucking notebooks of improv exercises and self-reflection and all this crap, and they're just like on a table, and I'm like, I want to send them to someone to transcribe them or whatever. <laughs> so it just felt like, fuck it, just do it on the computer, and that made sense to me. So. Yeah. But it's so specific to each person, so it's really like tweak it. If if you see a blog that says do it this way, it's like take that as a framework and then adapt it if you feel more comfortable in different ways. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, Boom. that makes sense. Wow. Dropping Remember that knowledge. time, Kate, that we went to DCM and we played a spreadsheet on stage? <laughs> yeah. Who knew that that was your future? <laughs> Del Close Marathon, baby. Oh, uh, that scene fucking bombed. Oh, but it was such a good... Like, Tom, each person was, like, playing... A cell. A cell <laughs> on a spreadsheet. Wait, not even a row, phenomenal. just an individual cell? We were all yeah. cells, and we were all, like, calling out, like, D4, how are, how are you doing? But there was, no, there was no, like, reason for the cells to be talking to each other. Oh, yeah, the scene I itself was terrible. Yeah. But, like, the, the, the idea behind it was gold. Yeah, audience hated it. Yeah. Oh, well, they hated us from beginning to they end, and then I cried. When they yelled out masturbation as a suggestion. So, uh, <laughs> Gotta love improv audiences. Ugh, <sighs> my goodness. But, you know, also kind of you know look forward to the day when someone will yell masturbation at me on a stage again. Oh, oh I can't if wait. It, if it could come back right now, I would do every show with the suggestion masturbation. <laughs> yes, me too. I <laughs> really that's would. that's what it takes to get improv back, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I would do. Masturbation you, and pineapple all fucking day. I don't or, care. Or both. <laughs> yeah. You know? An audience masturbating into pineapples, and I would still do the show. <laughs> Some good oh, friends I available wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> yeah. This is the kind of raunchy material. Oh, I think it is funny that Apple Podcasts make you makes you say whether your podcast is explicit or not. Yeah. Did you uh, did you go for it? Are you explicit? Well, I was I was like yes because I say fuck sometimes, a lot of times. 
but that it doesn't feel explicit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What did you? Is yours? Is up for discussion? Explicit? I think we are. I hope we are. We should be. Certainly. And was with topics of high importance explicit? I, I it must have been. Mm. Paul took care of those things. <laughs> cool. Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the ancient past. It really, I really was a dick to him. Seriously, like we would record so late the night before it was supposed to release, mm. getting super high for the show. And then after recording, I was like, cool, peace. And then Paul had to edit for whilst he was exhausted and still high. And during recording, you just kept tickling him, and he had to struggle not to laugh out loud on the recording. It was psychological warfare. Yes. (laughs) And that one time I took my shirt off, I think I did it twice. It was so comfortable. You should try that I wasn't on that one. (laughs) (laughs) No, you weren't. No, you absolutely weren't. Yeah. No, and, I was uh, uh, I was freaking out about the whole dudes do it all the time thing, and I was like, I want to fucking do it. So I hey, man, it. it's legal. Yeah. You can do it in public. It's allowed. Yeah, but I I don't I don't wanna. Then that's okay too. Yeah, you gotta do. But what I you, haven't worn a bra in forever, do. so that's great. Hey, me either. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Your back <laughs> is doing better. Yeah, my back. <laughs> <laughs> All those back problems are finally clearing up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kate, you had mentioned earlier that you wanted to talk about uh, dog grooming and what was the other thing? Uh, Silicone baking sheets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, um, let's yeah. let's start with dog grooming. What's your thoughts on dog grooming? Okay, so dog grooming, uh, several several facets of the craft that interest me. One is how the fuck do they do this to so many animals who don't want it done to them? Mm. You know, like I know they're very skilled and they're used to it. and They have those little collars that tie to shit, but it's like, damn, that is a challenge. And I respect that. And I think it's amazing. (laughs) Number two is, is it okay to dye a color on your dog's fur or your, or your pets? You know, like I, I find it really fucked up in a certain way because you're. it's like there was this one guy who got a tattoo on his dog and everybody lost their minds, at, and rightly so. Mm-hmm. But like the fur, it doesn't seem like it's hurting them. Now the products aren't harmful to their skin. Right. But you're still treating your animal like a thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, those are my two, but they can look so pretty. They can so, look like, so pretty. So pretty. Like the tiger ones or the, the panda ones. Um, you're not. You're like I'm looking at a at a dog, but it it looks like a bear, and I don't know how I feel about it. I want it in my life. So those are the facets that um, I thought we could explore together. I think if if it's if the hair dyes that you're using on dogs are not harmful to their skin, then like I don't see why not. If the dog will sit still for it, you know, it's kind mm-hmm. of fun. Uh, I certainly wouldn't want to like bleach a dog. Because I, nah. I'd be no. surprised if there's a way to like, you know, make your dog blonde without burning their skin. Because there's not even a way to make bl- me blonde without burning my skin. Uh, you know, aren't you already blonde? Well, like blonder. Or is it? Is this He's when we like find strawberry. out it's been fake the whole time? What? No, I, I, you know, I, I went like blonde, blonde during the quarantine, right? I did not know that. Oh, oh I I'm, forgot about that. I'm like blonde, blonde now. Oh, cool. yeah, I'm so blonde. Are you- are you liking it? Oh shit! I got that blonde. Wow! Blonde. For the listener, Tom just popped up his video and, and whoa, whoa, whoa! He's got long blonde flowing locks. Yeah, and then the oh. video is gone immediately. 
Yeah, I was I was just getting used to it, and it, and suddenly it's taken away from me. That's how I do oh things. I feel like as a dog groomer, you would learn or develop techniques to deal with problem dogs. Yeah. <laughs> problem yeah, dogs. for sure. I don't problem know. I, there's there's that one. <laughs> There's one video online of some dog. I think it's one of those asshole Shibu Inu dogs that's like <laughs> like snarling and growling at the groomer and the groomer clearly has a way that she like gets close to the dog and then like breaches the personal space slowly and then by the end the dog is the dog is fine. Hmm. Yeah. I suppose I just, yeah cuz then go for it, go for it. And but I also feel like probably there are groomers like that who are really good at it and also probably groomers who over rely on the like the loop on the on the mm. thing, like the harness thing. Mm. Yeah. You probably just like crank that real tight and that's not comfortable for the dog. Right. Oh my goodness. But I guess it gets the job. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like like defensible. anything, there's got to be like ethical and non-ethical dog groomers, right? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just it feels like, like a cop out to say that I'm okay with the ethical ones and not okay with the non-ethical ones, but <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. Oh, I say that about <laughs> everything. Bring yeah. up any subject, and I'm like, you know what? The ethical ones, I'm okay with them. The morally bankrupt ones, I I don't fuck with those. Yeah, that's it. I think it, there was always a in growing up in Ottawa. There's a bit of Ottawa folklore uh, about Michael Copeland, who is the founder of Corel, so the Corel Draw programs. Brother of the drummer uh, from oh, the police. Actually, no, I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, Michael Copeland and his wife Marilyn Copeland had this fancy house uh, in Rockcliffe, which is like the very wealthy part of Ottawa. And everything inside their house was notoriously like white marble, and everything was white. And of course, they bought a white dog to go with uh-huh. this, but ran into the problem that they had trouble finding the dog. <laughs> <laughs> And so <laughs> they dyed the dog purple. Oh wow! In order to be able to differentiate it from their fancy white house. <laughs> and I, I don't, I remember like hearing about it. I don't remember if there was controversy, but it was. It's like a little tidbit of Ottawa folklore. Huh. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. You, you got to see your dog. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to see your dog. Speaking of uh, things that are controversial, uh, Kate, you also had asked about silicone baking sheets. Okay, fuck. Look, I haven't tried them. I have seen them mm-hmm. used by friends, and sure. I have not asked the question. So, Tom, you said you had an answer. I do. About so... the crispiness question. Yeah. Well, what is the question? Yeah. The question is, if I use a silicon, silicon, silicone, who, how, do we, how do you say it? <laughs> it depends if you're uh, watching the BBC version or not. Is it silicon? <laughs> silicon. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Silicon uh, baking sheet. And you're like cooking chips, for example. Sorry, fries, whatever. Mm. Um, and you want your crispy fries. Does the silicon baking sheet provide the crispiness? Why are you baking your fries? Well, not everyone's gonna fucking deep fry their fries. Tom. What the they fuck should. are you talking about? You well, yeah, but you want. Not everyone wants their house to smell like a fucking oil pit. I don't. Strong disagree. Um, okay, so so Kate, I. I don't know why I assumed that you were thinking about this specifically in terms of cookies. So I definitely I was also know the answer cookies. for cookies. Um, okay, well, yeah, no, go for cookies. Yeah, same shit. So the answer with cookies is that um, because the silicon, as we have taken to calling it, uh, is a like pretty non-stick kind of surface, uh, yeah. if you bake a batch of cookies on it, you know how when you bake cookies, the dough kind of like slumps down and like spreads outward a little bit? 
Yeah. Which is why you got to give them space because otherwise they like connect and you have kind of square cookies that share edges. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you use a silicone, si- when you use a silicone uh, baking mm. sheet. Um, oh, Kate's mom is back. <laughs> <laughs> The silicone baking sheet is non-silicone. Ah, um, it's me, Kate. Oi, oi. So, so uh, anyway, because it's non-stick, they they spread out a little bit further than they would on like a metal pan. Um, okay. And naturally, when you you know have the cookies spread out and take up more surface area, it's thinner, so it just crisps up a little bit more. Um, okay. So I don't know how this would affect, you know, potato chips because I exclusively make mine on the stove in a vat of oil because I'm not a monster. Right. Um, oh. But I would assume that, like, you know, if it can make cookies crispy, it can probably make other stuff crispy. I don't know that it would, like, hinder that at all. Right. Awesome. Well, yeah, I, have awesome. A, I, can, I can shed some light on the potato mm. situation. Not, not in particular relevance to the uh, silic- the silicon thing. Okay. Um, I think it, it would be the same as using aluminum foil mm. or okay. what have you. But uh, a good tip for doing potatoes, if you have a little bit of time, uh, and this is from... The herb or the space-time continuum type of time? Both. Oh, shit. I only re- I only recognize one definition of the word time, <laughs> and it applies to both, okay. both items. Um, it's from uh, Serious Eats through J. Kenji Lopez Alt, the chef who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. I'm I assume you've heard of him. I've seen you doing some steak stuff. I have, and uh, he's kind of a luminary on that as well. But a good thing for potatoes that you want to roast is to first boil them. Uh, until they're pretty soft and then put them in a bowl with like some spices and some oil and cover it and shake them Mm. until like the outside of the potatoes has mashed potato texture kind of but Uh the inside is still like like a baked or like a potato and Uh then when you bake them then you put them and it's I think he does them at like really high heat Uh, look it up on serious eats they're called like seriously good roasted potatoes or something Uh, when you bake them because they have that stuff on the outside there's like all this texture on the outside and like um, like uh, what's the word for like there's holes and there's peaks and there's valleys I want to say granular but it's not granular uh, oh, but whatever shit. that texture is, it, it like gets really, really crispy on the outside. Like the potato. top of a like a like 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 the top of a fucking shepherd's pie. Yes. Oof. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But it gets super crispy, and then the inside is like perfectly cooked wow. uh, potato. It's it's really really good. That sounds fantastic. I highly recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriouseats.com. It's my other big plug. He has a great <laughs> uh, Kenji has a great YouTube channel that has really come alive during quarantine. Hmm. And, awesome. Uh, so yeah, have you done his steak methods, Tom? Uh, no, I haven't. I'll have to. Uh, uh, have you? You've done the reverse sear, I would assume. The reverse sear? Are we talking yeah, with... triple axle backflip sear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's from <laughs> yeah. Tony Hawk Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one that they recently <laughs> renamed the. Uh, we, we yeah, renamed triple axle after his buddy, the, right? The famous skateboarding move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right up there with the triple sow cow and the quad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch your tibias. But yeah, re- reverse sear is when you have like a real thick piece of steak and you put it in low on the oven for like an hour, so it's cooked all the way through, but not but like the doneness you want, and then you sear it on real high heat. Real oh, quick. sure, yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. like um, I feel like I've made uh, pork loin that way. Yeah, it, yeah. For, for pretty much anything. You can yeah, do like that, but... 
I, uh, I'm just a reasonably confident steak griller, so I haven't uh, felt the steak need. Steak is hard. I find steak it very hard. Steak is hard, but I mm. kind of feel like I've got it, you know? Mm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you use, you use charcoal from what I've seen. Which I is do. Good. I'm a charcoal person. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of charcoal and food and stuff, that actually kind of brings me to my thing. Um, and also speaking of, you know, Kate's cookie question. Um, so my kind of big change going on right now is twofold. First is that uh, the day of this recording, I started taking meds for my anxiety finally, after years and years of definitely needing them. Congrats. Uh, yes, thank you. Congrats. Thank you. I finally have a family doctor. <laughs> so Ooh, I saw a doctor last week for the first time in like eight years. Um, so that was cool and uh, productive. Um and uh, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Um, she said awesome. that I will probably have a lot of muscle pain and nausea for the first couple of weeks while I get used to it. Um, mm-hmm. Muscle pain hasn't kicked in yet. I had some nausea around lunch today, but I also ate like a lot of lunch. So I think maybe <laughs> maybe that just means I need to like, you know, listen to my body a little bit more now that yeah. I'm taking drugs. But uh, feeling good about that. So that's nice and hopefully going to make my life way easier. Um, the other change going on right now is that, and our Patreon supporters know this because I posted it to them a couple weeks ago, but uh, our general listeners might not know this yet. We are going to be making a massive change to the show starting in September uh, in that we are shifting format and becoming entirely a food podcast. Um Woo! This is honestly mostly because I'm kind of tired of our current format of the sort of anything goes. Uh, like I, I enjoy it when it's fun, but it becomes a slog to try and prepare anything for, you know, after 300 mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, so I was like, oh, what's something I'm passionate about? Okay, food. And then I was also looking at like our numbers kind of overall over the past, you know, five years and consistently episodes where we talk about food like do fairly well and like are well received and the food series we did this past spring like got really good numbers compared to everything else we've done this year so i was like okay shot in the dark i think if we rebrand to a food podcast it'll be fine (laughs) um yeah real real shot in the dark with that thorough research yeah exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) so uh, i planned conceived all the risks yeah that's it it was a calculated risk uh and this was something i'd been like thinking about like honestly since the food series but like hadn't really decided on yet and then you know over the summer things have just been so crazy and all over the place and i was like fuck it like it's it's now or never basically um so we made that call and uh starting uh whatever the first monday in september is starting on labor day i don't even have to remember a date uh we will be a food (laughs) podcast going forward very a very important day for me and a very important day for you the day before it is that's true for reasons that i will not say for privacy people aren't allowed to know about our birthdays they already do because of previous podcasts it's true yeah it's been (laughs) well established that stefan and i share a birth week wait are you guys it's your guys's birthday again like so soon? Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I waited two years this time, but it is. Oh, I decided I'll have it this God. year. Again. <laughs> I feel like I go to sleep and like years pass by. What the fuck is happening? The yeah. old woman inside you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Toby's already a teenager. He's huge. What <laughs> he's, the fuck is going on? He's massive. Well, he's got my genes. He's going to be a monster. <laughs> Wait, did you do your hair to match your to match his hair? Yeah. No, I mean, I actually did it because I was gonna like dye it blonde shave it super short and take like one photo of myself as guy fury and then shave my head bald okay <laughs> but then i liked having my hair blonde and now it's been like six months 
Was it because nice. Guy Fieri is? I mean, let's let's start the food thing right away. Guy Fieri is kind of uh, not. He's less of a punchline than he used to be. He's kind of a big deal. He's a he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> had like this. It's not really a redemption story because he never did anything wrong. Yeah, but people have have seen through his like showman exterior, yeah, and they yeah. they realize what a good guy he is now. That's it. People sort of That's like nice. realize that as much as like. Guy Fieri is like a little bit tacky on the outside. On the inside, he is wonderful, and the things that he does are very good. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, I was like, I was like, oh, it'd be fun to like, you know, everyone's dyeing their hair because of the quarantine. I'll, you know, take one photo of myself as Guy Fieri. It'll be funny. And then I dyed my hair and was like, oh, I'm enjoying being blonde. I guess I'll just keep being blonde. Oh, uh, now I'm just picturing you in front of the mirror, kind of just touching your hair and just kind of winking at yourself and your yeah, son is like crying it. and neglected in the background <laughs> naturally yeah <laughs> in sunglasses yeah in his cool yeah, his yeah in sunglasses with a fork near an outlet <laughs> yeah, no, all those normal toddler things yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so um so we're shifting to a food podcast um the format is going to be like more or less every episode is going to be about a different like food item or meal or dish or like style of cuisine uh just to kind of keep things fresh but it'll be the sort of thing where if i want to i can make the episode title a word you know um and then there will be I do have a couple of, you know, co-hosts who will be sticking around. I do have a bunch of guests lined up. Uh, I'm trying to get, you know, guests from sort of all over the place, not just, you know, my pals, but also, you know, restaurant owners and food writers. And uh, I may or may not have gotten one, like, almost committed (laughs) Food Network personality email is it adam richman it's not but i got an email Uh, from someone who was like this sounds like fun give me some dates and we'll see what we can do uh, so we'll see what happens there i've i've very cool i've gotten emails like that before that haven't led to things so i'm not like really counting that chicken before it hatches but uh Mm -hmm. you know it it was a good vote of confidence um yeah but yeah it's still there that's it it's an egg that knows that i'm making chicken i guess i don't know um but yeah and then i'm also going to be doing monthly like zoom dinner parties uh for patreon supporters and for the guests who are on that month where i'll like cook the same where you know i'll tell everyone to cook the same dish and then we can talk about it and kind of just sort of moving toward a food brand which will be fun Uh, just really sliding in to fill the hole vacated by bon appetit yeah uh, to be honest never heard of bon appetit is that something i should go listen to wait what yeah oh my god yeah okay well it was the internet's darling up until about halfway through pandemic oh and uh then had a massive scandal oh uh, no revolving around representation and putting people of color on the camera just because they're people of color Mm -hmm. and the editor-in-chief uh had a blackface photo oh boy um and they went dark for a while and said they were going to, you know, classic corporate shit about uh, thinking about what we've done. It's time to listen. And uh, and now uh, they seem to have some kind of plan in place, but oh. it doesn't seem like it's going well. Well. Uh... Uh, or it doesn't seem like it's well thought out. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I am uh, maybe not going to you know patronize them then if they uh... i just meant uh filling the <laughs> getting, taking their audience is what i meant oh, not yeah. uh not modeling your business model on conde nast business model <laughs> yeah probably then yeah um uh, no but you know i, I kind of figure it'll be uh it'll be if nothing else it'll be nice to have a project that is just like 
always exciting for me because I think mm-hmm. that that is something that is uh, it, and and this is you know a word of advice to all people who are you know starting podcasts or considering starting podcasts make sure that you have a like niche locked down for your show uh, and that it's something that you like are actually like passionate about and or like you know excited to learn about because you could easily spend five years talking about nothing <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and slowly uh, losing your mind over it. Um, so yeah, I'm ex- I'm very excited about this change. Uh, I think it's going to be super fun. There will be a lot of rec- recipe recommendations and probably arguments about you know what the best version of any given dish is. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Congrats! Thank I love you. food. Food's the best. Have me on all the time. I will. I will definitely. <laughs> I will <laughs> argue with you about French fries, and we'll talk about my uh, active fry French fry machine. <laughs> That sounds good. I will, uh, you know what I'm doing is I'm opening up the, uh, the Google spreadsheet that I have specifically for this and I'm writing your name in the list. Oh, people great. To reach out Did to. you hear the typing, Stefan? I can hear it. Did, will the listeners be able to lying. hear the typing? <laughs> there we go. Uh, That's how many letters are in your name, right? Yeah, <laughs> Approximately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of silent letters in my name. Yeah couple of silent brackets as well um i would be remiss if i didn't mention one sad thing that is coming along with this change however uh and that is the departure of the one the only kate bradley after Uh, i think three years on the show at this point i think so Yeah. yeah and like you know sometimes people get super busy sometimes people get overwhelmed and exhausted and like try to hang on to keep doing things for longer than they like ought to I think yeah yeah the, I mean it's not, not to get into the details of it but I don't know if there are details of it I think it really is exactly what you what you just said it wasn't about you guys it wasn't about the listeners it wasn't about the show or the like it was my connection to it wasn't uh doing the show justice because of my own shit and um I felt I wasn't I'm, I'm not engaged enough in it and and that hurts Tom and the show um, and I think it's a good time. I'm so excited for you, Tom. This sounds like <laughs> such a great shift. Like it's amazing, and I, I hope to be on it as a as a guest and talk about fucking muffins or something. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm not saying goodbye to podcasting. I think I, I would definitely like to return to podcasting in some form or another in the future. Um, but at the moment, it's a uh, it's it's time to say goodbye, and yeah. it's it's. And like for what it's yep. worth, like I think that also like it hasn't like you're you're saying, you know, like that you not having your head in it for the past like couple months hasn't been like fair to us. But like I also think that it hasn't been good to you, right? Like the reality is like if your head's not in something and you're still trying to do it like it's not just that you're disappointing the people on the other end of it but you're also like putting a lot of pressure on yourself and making your own situation harder and like you know me by not seeing that sooner and pointing it out and being like maybe you should take a break like I feel like I should also apologize to you for that because like I know that that has led to some burnout as well right like my inability to notice that (laughs) and like you know I didn't notice that because I was also burning out on my own end so like (laughs) I'm not going to be too hard on myself about it but like I do feel like you know like there is a there is two sides to that you know it's not just like oh I should have you know stepped back when I realized I was not feeling it it's also I should have been paying attention to what my co-hosts were feeling (laughs) and like you know making sure that they were doing okay and I wasn't doing that so 
you know. Oh, but, but, oh, that's very sweet. First of all, your validation is a lot, and I love you, and this, and and I'm feeling things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you just acknowledging that, I absolutely um, appreciate what you just said about acknowledging how your how your co-hosts are feeling. But like you just said, like you've been in it as well, and um, you've always been so open towards conversation. So like you you've made you've repeated that a bunch of times that if we wanted to say something if we had concerns if we were feeling stuff whatever um so although i i get what you're saying i i do want to say that you've always kept that door open to talk to you so sure um, but i think that there's a difference between keeping that door open while knowing that like you know someone is not actively not like i i think that i'd be lying if i didn't say that i had a feeling this was coming and probably should have just been like hey is this where you're at like several months ago you know like i think that it's kind of a little bit me you know trying to ignore that and and that's not cool right well yeah i mean fucking things are hard you know what i'm saying things are fucking hard oh boy like jesus oof yeah it's really hard and now we're both doing good things for ourselves so that's fine and we're both doing horrible accents for everybody at home i guess that the alley was in dublin (laughs) you got dublin i visit the alley sometimes Hmm. um (laughs) it doesn't talk to me anymore because i left hmm it's hard so to it's be estranged hard. from the alley you grew up in. Well, exactly. Know that we will continue to talk to you even though you are leaving, <laughs> unlike the alley. I, I made, so I made no problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I can't guarantee <sighs> Stefan will keep talking to you. Stefan might be so devastated by you leaving the show that he never talks to you again. Yes. He needs my character work on his program. That's true. I mean, Tom, <laughs> you're talking about being passionate about your podcast. I lost passion for my podcast the second Kate's character was done. <laughs> Mm. And I was like, ah, well, now this is a fucking slog. That is the risk of locking down a dream guest too early on in the show, eh? On the first episode, second (laughs) guest. It was two that I can never live up to. Rachel Snaps. Rachel Snaps. What a good name. There's been a lot of good names on the podcast. It's been fun. I I do, I want to reiterate that people listening should go check out Some Good Friends because I'm loving it. I'm loving also the lengths you went to with your theme music because oh thank you it's so good i really tried to channel uh blink 182 I and it. Yeah. uh and i and i got a little bit of rem i feel like in the in the vocal tone mm-hmm. did but, you do it wait did you change it from the first one i haven't listened back no, to the, the other same as the first one so did and you created it yeah tell me awesome i thought it was a jamie thing like we got jamie to do ours for, for topics Oh no no! I did my own thing. I don't I don't need him. I don't need him. Oh okay okay. Yeah. (laughs) He was just on the show and he played Jack Nicholson and it was amazing. It was very fun. He played Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Yeah, it was real sleazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um. Well, I'm noticing the time. Kate, do you have any final words for people? Any any last goodbyes? I I have a final word for you, and that is come back anytime because we have loved having you, and you have been like such a fantastic addition to the show and i think kind of like the heart of it at several periods so like you know anytime that you're like i want to hop on up for discussion this week and talk about food just message me and we'll set something up Um, and if ever you're like you know what i kind of want to give hosting a podcast with tom again a try you know hit me up was that an okay yeah, impression you? Yeah, you don't have enough things to do. <laughs> ah, I kind of want to give it a man. This is my ah, Kate voice. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why am I talking to two Toms right now? Wait, what? 
It's two, two toms. <laughs> That's supposed to be Kate. Oh, wait, two Kates. Oh, fuck. I fucked up the... Oh, my God. Well, I guess I'm joke? leaving the podcast, too. You're done. You're, You're done. done. Uh, thank, thank you very much, Tom. I, I will definitely hit you up. For participation points, I absolutely want to say thank you to the listeners for for allowing me to be myself... Um, you know, and have fun, and god damn it, uh, Carlea and Kendallin specifically, uh, through the beginning, you guys are so passionate and like in it and, and supportive and friendly, and now I feel awful because I don't remember the name of the Patreon who named their kid after me. <laughs> that was Candace. Candace, there we go. That sounds like that kid's getting a name change. <laughs> I know, yes, I'm very sorry, Candace. Um, it, it's just been so cool to be able to, 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 speak and have fun on the show and with the hosts whilst knowing some of the people that are on the other end like that's really really exciting about podcasting and knowing knowing who's listening and 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 being silly and and being heartfelt as well i've shared so many fucking dark things on this podcast <laughs> and it's just been like yeah go for it you know so um i think i think uh yeah i i i love i love the experience it made me grow so much it made me fall in love with podcasting and i will never forget it or any of you. Yeah. And we'll never forget you. Wow. Powerful. Thank you. Powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of people we'll never forget. Stefan, any final words before we wrap up? <laughs> yes. To Kate, I say good night and good luck. Thank you. And to Tom, I say to you good night and good luck. To Kendallin and Candace and the third one you mentioned whose name is slipping from my memory. Silicon. Good night and good luck. Silicon Stylicon. The biggest Patreon of all. <laughs> and to me, I say www.somegoodfriends.com or Some Good Friends on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and maybe in the future, Stitcher Premium. Here I come. I'm going to have to pay to listen to me and my friends. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Tom and Thank Kate. Thank you for coming. And I'm excited to hear you talk about food. Yeah. I will uh, like fully reach out to both of you sometime this week to start figuring out a food episode for you to hop I on. Won't because partially re- reach out to me. I will reach out with exactly as much of myself as I feel like reaching out I to you. I require a full reach out. <laughs> God damn it. Right, let me just get through this taken. outro. We can talk about how I'm going to take you after I do the outro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, if you uh, like this episode, please consider supporting us on Patreon. You can pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion and join the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, the aforementioned Kendallin and Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Will, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Kate, and Erica. You'll get early access to bonus content, behind the scenes updates, all kinds of other sweet perks like monthly Zoom dinner parties starting in September, uh, access to a Discord, and so much more. You can also uh, request food for me to make sure happens as episodes of the show <laughs> so if you're like i really want to hear tom talk about beats you can do it oh yum you know or okra someone asked for that already don't waste your money on okra pick something else patreon.com slash up for discussion do it uh we also have merch you can click the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at t public including masks which you should be wearing Here's a friend yeah. uh, And of course, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice or by sharing the episode with a friend. Maybe share it with some good friends. Uh, see what I did there? Oh, there it is. Wow. <laughs> Synergy <laughs> Corporation. <laughs> Synergy, synergy, synergy. <laughs> you can follow our show on the socials at Down With Talking, like our page on Facebook. Uh, remember, again, to go check out some good friends so that you can hear a whole lot more of Stefan and his lovely, lovely show. 
Yeah. Oh, and check out capebradleyart.com. www.capebradleyart.com. It's it is what it is for now, but there'll be more soon. <laughs> what a, is that? What's on your business cards? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Don't want to sell myself too much now. You should be a business coach. <laughs> money, money. Hey guys, I made almost twenty grand last year. What? Oh, congratulations. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Wow. I actually pay taxes. I have to pay taxes. Fuck. I mean, you don't need to. You could just not. <laughs> I just fully didn't file my taxes this year. What are they going to do? Yeah, They're... it's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can actually just, like, file them later. It's totally fine. You just end up more owing more interest. Exactly. You know? so Sounds like this should be a financial advice podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned for season six. <laughs> um, special thanks to the Honeythorns for letting us use their song Crack Apart as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at thehoneythorns.bandcamp.com. And this show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalat, and I for the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. Thank you, Kate, for three years. Thank you, Stefan, for Thank you. Seven. five episodes. <laughs> Between five that. and seven appearances, I think. Yeah, if we're counting Japanese, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Some cool. good friends, some good friends, some good friends. dot com. That's the theme That's song. What it is. Yeah, yeah. It was actually Kate who recorded it. <laughs> I think so. Blink one eighty two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeons, Dragons, Canada, the Multiverse Theory, Corgis, Queer Representation, Reconciliation, Angels, Demons, Squirrels, Moose, Moose and Squirrels, Sorcerers, Dinosaurs, Forests, Giants, Rogues, Warlocks, Plains, Sewers, Lavender, Natural Toonie, a Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast, right here on the Upford Network. I'm Teffer. I'm Caddy. And I'm Hannah. And we are the Yeah Podcast. Join us as we dig into young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA Lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Yeah!